Hi everyone, welcome back to Drunk Thoughts But Sober. I am your host, Lily Lindahl, and today I'm going to be talking about my irrational fears um, or things that I don't like or that like make me uncomfortable. I don't know. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. But first, we need to do our random fact of the day. Did you know that dolphins sleep with one eye open? I didn't. Wait, maybe I did. Because when I was little, I used to be obsessed with Winter the Dolphin. Rest in peace. Um, I visited him like three times at the aquarium in Clearwater. Um, he was a dolphin that like didn't have a tail because his tail got trapped in a crab net and then his tail got amputated and then they had to teach him how to swim. A prosthetic tail, I guess. And I was kind of obsessed with him and then I guess he died. So rest in peace, Winter. Let's get right into it. So I have quite a few irrational fears. I would say I'm a pretty paranoid person. I mean, like one, I feel like as a girl, we are just like naturally a little bit more on edge than the male population. Walking down the street, looking over your shoulder. And guys, if any guys are listening to this, maybe take this into account so that you can do things to make sure that you're not accidentally creeping out someone like if a guy is like following me down the street like I don't even care if he's like attractive like if he's too close and he's following me for too long like I will cross the street you know what I mean like stuff like that so I have irrational fears and then I have fears that some people could say are irrational and maybe it's just because I watch too many true crime shows this is why I definitely could not be an FBI agent because I am so bad at compartmentalizing I think like if if you see the worst of the worst on a daily basis I don't think I would be able to just go home have dinner with the kids or like maybe even not if I'm working the night shift or something especially if you have kids and then you see the worst of the worst like I feel like I would be paranoid but then also I would be so scared for my children. First fear is getting abducted. (laughs) There's so many, like, criminal minds. Like, a third of the episodes are about people getting abducted. Elizabeth Smart case. Podcasts about, like, true crime. There's literally a whole library of, like, true crime podcasts. And it's so bad. I, like, listen to them while I'm door dashing at, like, 11 p.m. at night. And it's dark. And I'm alone. And I'm, like, walking up to people's front doors and, like, handing them food. Which is so dumb of me. And I don't know why I would listen to the podcast. Because then the podcasts, like, they interest me. But then they also scare me. I don't know. Anyway, I just have this fear of being abducted. So, like, in the parking lot, especially if it's nighttime. Or, like, if... You know, it's a sketchier area or basically I heard this thing. I don't know if it's like a hoax or not, but basically they say that people will like hide under your car and then as you're, you know, stepping into your car, they'll cut your Achilles or something so that you can't walk and then they'll take you. So I I always approach the car, my car very quickly. I unlock it, I jump in and then I lock it immediately after. And I try to like not be on my phone too much. Like when I'm walking, just like always being super super aware because you never know my next irrational fear Ooh, this is a good one <laughs> 
So I feel like since I've been doing DoorDash for a while now, my driving skills are actually not awful. My mom thinks that my driving skills are good. Like my friends think that my driving sucks. One time Juliana was like, Brandon, do you want to drive my mom's car? And I was like, I can because he said no. And Juliana's like, "Uh uh-uh. I was like, what the fuck? Ouch. Because I literally, I'm the friend that drives everyone. (sighs) I'm grateful. I'm joking. So basically, I have this fear that one day I am accidentally gonna commit manslaughter because there was like this lady at my country club who was like apparently friends with my mom. I'd never seen her before. Basically, this woman comes up to me and then she starts talking to my mom and she's like, yeah, like I was walking across Monroe Ave and someone literally like hit me with their car. I I have an issue where like if people get injured, I will laugh about it. Like when I was in the hospital, I literally like did not smile for like three days because I was like on the verge of dying and the only thing that made me laugh was when my mom's friend showed me a picture of her rhinoplasty not the thing itself but it was like post-surgery she had her nose cast on and her face was like bruised I don't know why your face gets bruised after nose surgery but anyway she had a like a surgical glove but they filled it with water tied it like a water balloon and then like froze it and she just had the surgical glove like draped over and it like you know fit her nose perfectly because the fingers left space and that was like the only thing that got me to laugh which is like kind of bad but (laughs) in all honesty like even in a small city like freaking Rochester let alone actually I feel like maybe it is better in bigger cities not international though international when we were in China my sisters and I made up this joke that you can't trust the crosswalk signals when it you know like it turns white and it turns red because we were saying it just increases your chances of not getting hit by a car by 10% in China no one I feel like people just don't really pay attention it's like people driving in Florida the stuff is there but it's really it's an option like it's optional and I just I've had a few times like especially in grocery store parking lots tell me how you'll look behind you left look behind you right you'll start reversing and then two seconds later there's a person you can see it in your backup camera and they're just like standing there on their phone I'm like do you not see a car backing up like are you that dumb dit twad I don't know it just annoyed when people are stupid anyway next I would say (laughs) this again stems from crime shows where these guys most serial killers are guys have double lives and then they'll have a family life and then they'll also be like doing bad stuff and it's like one thing like if you're dating someone in high school the majority of 18 year olds I feel like are pretty normal but I think it's like when you get to like meeting someone when you're like in your late 20s you never really know and people switch like a light switch and it just that scares me so much imagine like meeting someone like on tinder or something going on a first date and then like a second date a third date and then they bring you their apartment they cook you dinner and then they end up being crazy like i next doctors that kill there's literally so one podcast episode was on crime junkie it was on um dr no and then on netflix there's like nurses that kill and then there was a podcast dr death it's literally like a three season podcast on like doctors like gone rogue and i there's this whole crazy movie or like tv show on netflix and it was about 
a doctor in the 90s or something and he swapped like hundreds of babies out the back door like it was weird um I saw something on TikTok where this mom was like I'm a new mom I made sure because they she was talking about it was like a story time and she was saying how she just popped out the baby and then she was holding the kid and then they were like okay we gotta take your kid to do some tests and she was like uh no I'm not giving you my newborn baby like I refuse anything that you need to do I can be there present and they would not so basically this woman was like I made sure to paint my baby's toenail and then she like did something else because she was she had heard all these horror stories about like Babies getting swapped or switched at birth. Like, that was literally, like, a TV show on Netflix, switched at birth. Like, there's so many things in media that talk about doctors. Because, like, you have all the tools to know how to kill someone. I don't know. Because if you're, you're literally putting your life in their hands. Like, you have no idea what's going on. You're defenseless and awful to think about. These are not perfect. They're human. But what scares me is if your doctor secretly is like crazy and they put chlorine in your IV instead of morphine or like they kill you in surgery and then they go to your family and they're like, oh, we did everything we could. But how would you know? How would the family know? Because they weren't there in the surgery and also they wouldn't know even if they saw the surgery. I also saw this thing on YouTube where this woman recorded her surgery, I guess. And I think she was like a larger woman or something. I'm not really sure. But the surgeons were like shit talking her. They were like, I can't believe she let it get this bad. That's so irresponsible of her. I would never be this fat like they were like body shaming her and she was like on her anesthesia and it was like this whole thing i'm starting to wonder if like a lot of my issues have to do with me not trusting people because of the baby swap the boyfriend that turns crazy the doctor that's crazy maybe it's just me maybe it's not everyone else and it's just me but to continue this long list of people that i don't trust cops that are bad there have been serial killers in the past that pose as cops and then they'll like pull someone over or they'll knock on someone's door and be like police open up and then the people let them inside because they think that it's an actual cop and then they, you know, or they quote-unquote arrest them when they pull them over and then they have them in their car and they're not actually a cop. My mom always says, oh, you have to like ask to see their badge, but I, I would feel like I was being excessive doing that. I don't know, but there's a bunch of serial killers that dress up as cops and stuff. And then also like cops gone rogue or even military personnel or like ex-military personnel because you know they have all this combat training and there have also been killers that were in the military and then something drove them to turn violent and then they start like going around and shooting people and they start going around and shooting people. But then also, like, I think it's so easy. Or it would be easy for cops to um, switch from good guys to bad guys. Just because you're seeing bad stuff every day. You're seeing these drug lords that are making so much money. And, you know, cops don't get paid a lot, which is so messed up. Because they're literally putting their life on the line every single day. But, you know, if you're seeing, like, all of this criminal activity and like even for me 
starting a drug cartel but like that stuff is interesting it's fascinating and i think you could easily go down a rabbit hole as a cop and then like go to the wrong side and also i think another thing that scares me is a big issue like for example in cartels like the sinaloa cartel in mexico a lot of the border patrol police people the dea whatever the drug cartels will have connections to those officials and then they'll just pay the money under the table and then the officials will actually help them get it over the border which is so twisted because it's like if you're going into the dea or something or like border patrol in order to protect the like you're doing the exact opposite of that now let's talk about thalassophobia so basically google says that thalassophobia is the extreme fear of large bodies of water i scuba dive i feel like scuba diving you know most people would pick pool over beach um to swim in and i feel like scuba diving is like a whole other level but basically in the scenes of Outer Banks, for example, when John B is like taking the boat and he's going out in the ocean in the middle of the night and there's huge waves and they're like in the middle of the ocean. That scares me. Stories about scuba divers that have gotten taken by currents or even just people swimming that have gotten taken by rip currents and then they're in the middle of the ocean. It's just a little tiny person in the middle of the ocean. There's no land in front of you, behind you, next to you on either side. There's no land and you can't see anything and you don't know it's under you. I remember we were snorkeling with whale sharks and it was literally in the middle of the ocean. It was like an hour and a half away from the shore on all sides. And we jump in the water and I look down and it was just like the abyss and like you couldn't see the seafloor and it was just blue all around and then it got like darker blue but the light like reflects up so you can see like how dark it is especially if there's like an anchor and you can see how far down the anchor goes that stuff makes me want to jump out of my skin and just look up philosophobia it's literally just like an example is like there's a famous picture it's a baby in a dirty river and it's sitting in a life ring but then you can't see what's below its feet that scares me yeah i have a fear of getting attacked by a shark even though i scuba dive like i unless it's a nurse shark and i know that they're nice like even reef sharks scare me sometimes i have a fear of getting caught in a rip current or like being in the middle of the ocean because you know say you're ascending after a dive and then your boat can't find you and they leave without you that scares me 47 meters down when they're like stuck in the cage and then at the end of the movie spoiler alert skip this if you haven't watched it and you want to watch it the girl gets nitrogen narcosis so she thinks that she's at the surface and she's saved and it's her and her sister but she's actually still in the shark cage her sister made it but she's dying yeah that's scary the fact that only five percent of our ocean is discovered like we have discovered more of the moon which is like not in our planet than the ocean which is on our planet and i think it's so weird that like there are probably so many other species out there what if the megalodon does exist and we just don't know because like the ocean is so vast and it kind of freaks me out like how large the ocean is and also like it's crazy how much plastic there is in the ocean. Because I always think like, they said something like in 2050, there's going to be more plastics in the ocean than fish. But then if you think like the ocean is so large and extensive and just it's sprawling and we haven't even discovered much of it. And yet there's still so much plastic in the ocean that kills me. Some more food for thought would be (laughs) 
the world is a simulation. I used to have this weird thing when I was little. So basically I'm adopted. Revelation slash sometimes I would dream about it slash sometimes I was like, I remember I asked my mom, I said, what if you're not real and I'm not actually in America and I'm still in China and I'm still at the orphanage in my crib waiting and I'm just dreaming in my crib in China about a life in America? What if this is all a dream? What if it's all fake? And then like, what are people? You know what I mean? Who are you? And like human is so weird to me if you really think about it we just seem like if you say that humans came from animals like we seem like those naked cats that are like ugly and gross then it goes to you know because you wouldn't have like a serial killer elephant but then like where we came from animals but we have accountants and we have money systems and then we have people that want to like hurt other people like it just it's so weird like what are humans i don't know yeah next up basements and attics cannot do my laundry unless it's in the middle of the day and I bring a flashlight because I feel like my basement in my old house was finished so that helped a little bit but the basement in this house which is an older house is not finished at all it literally looks like something out of Five Nights at Freddy's or whatever that game is called um like the basement's mad freaking creepy and I also since the house is larger I have this theory because that live in other people's houses and the owners of the house don't know and the owners of it's not like the owners like aren't living in the house like the owners living in the house and then there's also someone else living in the house and I swear things have been moved and my mom would be like I didn't move that and I was like okay who did sometimes I'll hear someone like walking and it's not me or my mom and that stuff creeps me out like what if someone is living in your house you know and everyone's like oh lock your doors so no one can come inside what if the intruder is already inside which brings me to my next point someone watching you when you sleep maybe this is just me watching too many horror movies but I like to have my face towards the door but if I roll over I'm a, I'm a side sleeper so I am either on my right or left side but I usually end up sleeping on my left side which is facing the wall and my back is to the door I have this fear that like one day I'm just gonna wake up and there's gonna be someone like watching me while I sleep continuing on with the theme of houses secret cameras park in front of your house and like take pictures of you there was this one thing on Netflix that I watched where like like this woman was being like tormented by this guy that was like taking pictures of her like through the window and then she was changing her locks on her doors and stuff and the guy was like somehow able to get in I'm also super paranoid that all the locks in the house have to be locked I've been getting my shower fixed for like a month partially because the contractors just aren't coming to the house when they say they are and also because of the supply shortage but I'm like COVID is like kind of done like why do we still have a freaking so oh but i this fear i was like well they're coming in changing my shower head i'm out like it's not like i'm like watching them change my shower head what if they put a camera like in my bathroom and i just didn't know or like sometimes if i'm changing i get really uncomfy if like my cat or my dog is like staring at me while i'm changing because then i'm like wait what if there's like a camera inside my pet and like someone else is watching from it I know it sounds crazy, but like I literally I'll close my door to change But I think the camera thing mostly comes up when I'm in hotels Like that's one of my worst fears Like I do that thing where you like put your finger on the mirror and I do that thing I should probably know which one it is if i'm actually doing the test Because then if i'm like 
oh, there's space. Oh, there's not space. I wouldn't even know. How clean can you get a place? You know, like the cleaners are in there for like, what, 25 minutes? Yeah, you change the bedding and stuff, but like it's, they don't change the mattresses. They don't change the mattress toppers. Um, Pillows, ooh. The pillows in the hotel rooms, that scares me. Lice, hello. The TV remotes, those are nasty. The surfaces are nasty. The light switches, doorknobs, stuff like that, that they don't think about to clean. I high key don't trust hotel rooms, but I feel like the, oh, also in department stores. If I'm changing in a department store, I have this fear of like a secret camera or something. You never know. Like, I remember I was at a store and I was getting a changing room. And before the lady closed the door to let me change, she put her hand on top of the mirror and, like, wiped the top of the mirror as if she was, like, looking for something up there. Um, let me know if you know what that was about. But it was, like, kind of sus. And I was like, you never know. Like, there's so many people going in and out that there could be some, like, deranged person that decides to, like, set up a secret camera. Or also I have a fear of being bugged and that, like, someone is listening in on my conversations on my phone, on, like, I don't know, FBI agent, ex-boyfriend. Also, the phone cameras and the computer cameras, like, the phone-facing cameras, whatever. The camera that points to your face, it's scares me like someone might be watching me through that i've never actually put tape on the thing and maybe i should i've had a few encounters like the reason why i think i have this is like one horror movies but then two the changing room thing because i've been walked in on in the changing room so many freaking times especially if it's like the stupid curtain i hate when they have the curtains and then the weird thing that the lady did with the hand that kind of elevated my fear if you hacked into my computer or my phone, all you would see is probably a lot of my double chin because I watch a lot of movies and I probably look like a musty potato. But um, yeah, do as you will with that. Um, okay, to continue, I also have a fear. So basically, anytime I'm on a chairlift. So Chairlifts out west are way higher than the freaking chairlifts in New York. Even like Vermont. I feel like the highest chairlifts are probably in like Utah and Colorado. And they, and I don't think that even like gondolas make me feel more secure because I feel like if anything, they're more heavy and they could just like drop at any time. Frozen, rust, so much weight. Like I don't trust those things and like the wheels when it goes like and especially if it's a two-seater chairlift that have like rust all over them and they're like from the 70s and they haven't replaced them or anything and they're super slow i remember there's one chairlift in park city that goes from base camp and then the chairlift takes you to the ski resort it was a two-seater in front of you there was no place to put your feet the bar was loose so it was just like literally flimsy and sitting on my lap i'm like if i fell this thing would just laugh like it wouldn't do anything i always kind of think of like worst case scenario i always freak out my mom because i'm like mom like what if the chairlift just fell backwards right now i have this fear that i don't even know if this would like happen but like i have a fear that the whole chair is just gonna like flip back and then we're gonna fall to our death or that or more realistically like if you're 10,000 feet up in a freaking chairlift and they have to evacuate you and they just 
throw you a freaking rope and you just like dangle and climb down i'd rather stay up here but actually that brings me to my next fear my next fear would be there's a, also a horror movie on this. I forget what it was. It's a movie about, it was the last chairlift of the night and the whole resort shut down. So they shut down the chairlift and the people are stuck on it and they didn't know that there were people on it. And it was a Friday and they didn't open until Monday, which isn't realistic because like, I feel like the weekends are when a lot of people go skiing. But anyway, supposedly they were like stuck out there for a long time. I have a fear of getting stuck in an elevator because I wouldn't say that I'm claustrophobic, but I think that if I knew that I was trapped somewhere and I couldn't get out, then I think I my anxiety would go from zero to 100 so fast. Same with being in a locked car. Like my, I'll always get that pit in my stomach. Like if I'm in an Uber or something and the car like doesn't immediately like unlock when you do the handle, I'll just freeze and be like, what the fuck is happening? Even if it's nothing. Elevators falling. I don't know how this would happen, but I, I just have this fear of if you think about it so i only know this because there's one episode where georgia malley has to do heart surgery on a guy and he has to basically the elevator is stuck in between two floors so he has to climb into the elevator and then perform the surgery and you see the long cables that are holding the elevator and you think like oh my god so there's like 10 people standing in a floor in a tiny metal box with buttons on it strung by like two metal cables which again are probably old i just i have such a bad fear that i'm gonna be like on the 20th floor and the cable or something is just gonna snap and then we're just gonna like fall so fast i watched a video on what you're supposed to do in that situation but i forget what you were supposed to do <laughs> Also, planes getting crashed. I remember I talked to a pilot when I was on vacation and I was asking because one of my mom's friends, she was supposed to go to Italy, but she has a really bad fear of airplanes because I don't even know if something actually happened, but it's gotten worse over time and she has this fear that she's the airplane's going to crash so she just does not fly at all. And I was trying to get something from this pilot so I could tell her like, oh, this will make you feel better. Uh, well... <laughs> This answer did not help because the pilot, I asked him, I was like, if you were a bad person and you were a pilot and you were trying to hijack a plane or trying to commit mass murder and you're trying to do a suicide mission and crash the plane on purpose, how easily would it be for you to do that? And I was like, there must be a control base somewhere else, right? And he's like, no, like the pilot is in absolute control and you could just turn off where your location is and then stop the plane midair and it would fall. And I'm like, you're joking. Another thing that terrifies me besides plane crashes would probably be plane disappearing hearing that stuff is really eerie to me bermuda triangle stuff Ugh, don't fuck with that malaysia flight 21 whatever don't fuck with that i would say also similar to the grocery store and like someone's starting to open fire like what if i was on an airplane and there was a bad guy on the airplane to continue with the airport trend um i would say again someone either trying to hijack my plane or someone opening fire in the airport or the tsa agents always scare me and it's like i know that i'm a good person i know that i didn't pack a firearm or like any illicit substance at all but for some reason every time it goes through that freaking machine i always get pulled to the side and they're like let me pat you down i'm like do i look like a criminal mastermind 
Someone told me that they wipe your phone to check for gunpowder. And I was like, okay, like maybe valid. And then I just, I have this fear, especially anytime I go international. Like if I'm alone, I have this fear that I'm going to be incarcerated in an international country and they take my passport and I have no way of getting home. And then also the laws will be different there. So even if you're innocent until proven guilty, like if that doesn't like apply there and they're like, well, we think it's you, blah, blah, blah. Like think um, murder mystery with Jennifer Aniston, that kind of vibe. That stuff scares me. Being wrongfully convicted of a crime that I didn't do, maybe even like in the US, like it doesn't matter if it's international. If you're in the wrong place at the wrong time and it makes you look like you did the crime, that stuff scares me. Because like that's happened in real life where people are wrongfully convicted of crimes and they get like 40 years and it wasn't even them. Interrogation rooms, where have I been in one? They also have those like in the airport if you have to like talk to someone because they think that you have like a bomb in your bag. Just any kind of interrogation room where someone's like looking at you really seriously and yeah that also scares me. Moving on to diseases. I have a fear of cancer because I feel like literally everything these days has carcinogens in them. Your plastic hairbrush, your mattress, your sheets, your pillows, your laundry detergent, your water, your car air conditioning, your air ventilation, your shampoo, your bag, the clothes you're wearing. Everything has freaking carcinogens in it. And that stuff, it scares me so much. And like, it's no wonder why cancer is so prominent around here. Because I think it's a double-edged sword with all this technology Because in some ways, like the people living over and it's in Asia, I don't know which one of those places. Um, I do think that, you know, like the drinking the green tea, meditating, not just being like super stressed out about work and work and money and stuff like that. Um, It's no wonder that our lifespan is shorter here because also the food, like all the chemicals in our food the chemicals that they put in cows so that they can have milk when they're not having a baby, which is not natural. Putting stuff in chicken to make it look more plump. Putting stuff in meats so that the coloring looks better. Coca-Cola is apparently green unless you put brown coloring in it. Just literally everything, like our fruits, our vegetables, like everything is just like bigger and how much fruit can we get in as little time as possible. I just think that there is some benefit in like being a little bit more natural because as we've evolved and created these plastics created technology and everything i think it's also like shaped the way we communicate with people how you know dedicated we are for like work and like what does success look like people will sacrifice their mental or even physical well-being in order to get money yeah so i have a fear of cancer i have a fear of spider bites i got a spider bite once and i only knew a spider bite because it was literally three inches big like a cross it was giant it was not a mosquito bite i definitely could not live in australia i still can't kill a spider on my own like i have to have someone else do it one time my mom was trying to kill a spider and it fell so she like you know hit the towel to the wall the spider falls and it crawls like behind my like garbage bin or something i never saw it again (sighs) 
why are mosquitoes real? What benefit do mosquitoes have except giving us malaria and Zika virus, okay? I'm like, you could have made spiders cute. You know what I mean? Ladybugs are cute. Like, you could have made spiders cute. I will say anything in a large quantity. I really like ladybugs, but one time there was a ladybug infestation at this Airbnb we were staying in, and everywhere you looked, like, the ceilings, the walls were covered in, like, crawling ladybugs, and that freaked me out. At the market, when I see the lobsters in the tank, one, it makes me really sad. Two, it makes me uncomfortable because it's, I think it's, like, 10 gallons for every, like, inch or something for a fish, and it's literally just, like, the size of, like, a goldfish tank, and there's just, like, 20 lobster and they can't even move around moving on to some more medical stuff i would say (laughs) parasites swimming up my urethra after swimming in like the amazon or something i don't know why oh i do know why it's because when i was little there was a show called the monster inside of me and it it was just basically like people getting parasites flesh-eating bacteria like stuff like that and it would always come on after my favorite too cute to handle show which was like puppies and kittens and then suddenly like it would change to like the monster inside me it was like testimonials and this woman's like i was on the public restroom for two hours and i couldn't get up i was debilitated it was taking over my life. No, I can't do that. There was an episode of Grey's Anatomy of someone that got flesh-eating bacteria after a hiking trip. That's why, like, jungle stuff, like, scares me. Even, like, ringworm and whatever parasite dogs get that are really common, those scare me. Having ticks, leeches. Like, apparently one time someone in my family was, like, hiking in the jungle. And, you know, they wore long socks like they were supposed to. But they still, ha- like, somehow got a leech on them. And, like, they had to, like, burn it off. They were saying that the bottom of this lake, wherever they were, was, like, covered in leeches. I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. Why would you go in there? No. Um, I don't do lakes i don't do ponds i don't do rivers like i don't know why this book was on the bookshelf at my school when we were in like fourth grade but it was a book on shark attacks for little kids and it i remember one of the stories was a kid um who was like nine like i was nine at the time and he was in a river swimming in a river in Missouri, like somewhere in the south, and he, there was a tiger shark. Tiger sharks are super aggressive, and they can live in both freshwater and saltwater, so basically, I think it was because the river, um, maybe it was like a delta or some, like some situation like that, where it was like the river, oh yes, it was, it was the ocean that met the freshwater, and then they like mix, so it was a mix of salt and freshwater, and then there was a tiger shark in here, attacked the kid and I think the kid died I don't know why the heck that book was on the bookshelf but yeah I don't do that amputated anything that stuff scares me also like the concept of organ trafficking there's so much twisted stuff like in our world I don't know and there's like episodes on criminal minds where it's like surgeons gone bad and they try to like perform surgeries or like experiments on their patients that stuff also freaks me out eating placenta the i mean i feel like a lot of us saw this for the first time um on keeping up with the kardashians back in like 20 i don't know 
whenever. And they like were all eating the placenta. I think Gwyneth Paltrow did that. I guess some girl who's like a friend of a friend of a friend, I guess like her mom ate her kid's placenta. That stuff makes me physically ill. I don't care how good it is for you. What? I don't care how good putting snail mucin on your face is for you. Like I no, I don't want snail slime on my face. I don't want to be consuming someone else's placenta. I have a really bad freaking fear of heights. I never used to until probably about freshman year because we were doing this stupid outdoor ed trip and it was supposed to be like team building and fun. And like if one of your classmates was struggling, like everyone's supposed to be like, you can do it, Johnny, you got it. Like so that we could like learn how to support each other even though like everyone in my grade like hate each other. And they like split up the clicks on purpose. So like you were literally with people that like you did not like. I had like a full-on panic attack on this freaking ropes course i dropped down to my hands and knees i was crying i was like i can't fucking do this at one point they had us like stand at the top of a um those poles that hold the lines of stuff that makes your phone have cellular whatever those telephone poles we had to stand on top of one of those the more comical side of it was when i was in costa rica and i remember like i knew going into the trip that there was a waterfall portion and they did like they did not describe they did not describe this well because they were saying beautiful sights blah blah blah. so we get up there it was like a two-hour drive to get to the the top of this freaking mountain okay and then they start putting us in harnesses i'm not even thinking anything about it until we get to the edge of the freaking mountain and it's a waterfall and they're just hooking people up to the cable and they just let you go i asked my counselor like can i like walk down she's like no like you there's only way one way down like you have to do it and i was like you're fucking joking it was the highest thing I've ever seen. It was mortifying. I don't know how people rock climb. Um, and basically I start crying. So the guy is hooking my harness to the harness on the main cable. And again, I'm like hyperventilating, panicking. We were in Costa Rica. The the guy like didn't speak English. I was like, tango miedo. And he was like, I'm muy divertida. Like, it's going to be so much fun. I was like, no, no quiero. Like, I don't want to, no quiero. And then he just, and he was like, bye. And I took so long to get down. Because it, like in the beginning, I was literally just holding onto the rope, clinging on for life. I was just swinging. I wasn't moving up. I wasn't moving down. Like I, you're basically, unless they do it for you, like you're responsible of like slowly lowering yourself with your hands. Next, I think that I have a fear of red lights. Not like red traffic lights. Most horror movies, if the house isn't like eerie or anything, the thing that will make a house creepy, think Cheryl Blossom in Riverdale, has red on the inside of it. Like the whole interior is red. Same thing with another horror movie called The Mask. The entire interior of this hotel is red. So that creeps me out, I would say. So basically, there's a house behind my house like across the fence and for some reason in their attic they always have a red light that goes on at night 
and you can only see the red light out of one specific window from a certain angle. I literally like, sometimes I walk by and I'm like, I can't even look at it because I'm convinced that like, if I look at it, I'm going to get possessed by something. Dark room where it's literally just red light and then it's super dark and then there's water and you put your photos in the water for some reason. Those always scare me. One, because it likes photography, they have a dark room have one of those in my house i wouldn't go to one like i would literally have someone do it for me because those freak me out so red lights of any kind anywhere uh one time i was driving at night and i guess there was like overgrown grass and basically i didn't see that the red light was coming from a road sign and I thought that it was just a random glowing like red thing on the side of the road. And mind you, this was after I'd just seen like a lady in a white nightgown, as I mentioned in my Gary Encounters episode. I I thought there was like some evil force going on in there. Another thing, mirrors scare me so much. I will, one, because literally all horror movies have something to do with mirrors at one point or another. Two, like the Bloody Mary crap, like when we were little. And three, like even to this day, if it's nighttime, I can't, like it's one thing if I'm like popping a pimple. But like if I stand in front of a mirror and I stare at myself, sometimes I can scare myself really easily. And then I like won't be able to look in a mirror for days because it just, well, they say that mirrors are literally the portals to like other dimensions or something. I low-key am still scared of like Bloody Mary sometimes, so. So to finish off this episode, I just wanted to tell you guys the names of some phobias because I think they're so funny. Sidonglobophobia is the fear of cotton balls. It makes people very it makes it very difficult for people with this phobia to open packages for fear of cotton and they become distraught at the very sound pogonophobia is the fear of beards i don't have a fear but body hair makes me so uncomfortable i do not like the crazy like shaved armpit thing on women i think it's gross i think i mean it's weird if guys don't have armpit hair but i don't like looking at guys armpit hair i hate leg hair chest hair is disgusting beards disgusting unibrows disgusting tris Gay decaphobia is the fear of the number 13. That's my favorite number. It's also Taylor Swift's favorite number. Before concerts, she would always write the number 13 on her hand. It does say here that an apartment buildings are regularly built without a 13th floor. I do remember seeing this at a hotel once because I was little and I didn't really know about like the stigma around the number 13. And it was like level 12 and then level 14. And I was like, that's so dumb. Like, I found a mistake. It's like when you're reading a book and you're like trying to find errors. And I was like, no, it's because of the fear of the number 13. I was like, really? Paraskevidicatriophobia is fear of Friday the 13th. Yeah, I don't have that. Gynophobia is the fear of women. It could also be confused with misogyny, but misogyny entails a deep-seated hatred of women, whereas gynophobia is motivated by fear. Interestingly, both men and women can develop gynophobia. I wonder what kind of phobia um is people can't eat like vegetables. Like I remember it was like my 600-pound life or something like on TLC and it was a woman they were trying to retrain her to 
to not eat like mac and cheese and hamburgers all day and she had a piece of broccoli like on her fork and she just like starts crying i wonder what kind of fear that was globophobia is the sensational fear of balloons globophobes are most terrified by balloon popping but their panic can be set off by the sight or even the smell of the dreaded floating orbs achievemophobia is Oh, they are scared of success. This social phobia prevents them from developing dreams or taking risks for the fear that it will change social dynamics. Huh. Oh, God. Okay. Hippopotomonstrosesquipedaliophobia is considered a social phobia. Oh, it's a phobia of long words. That's unfortunate because if you have a phobia of long words and then you tell a doctor that you have this phobia of long words and then you have to say the long word, that wouldn't be fun. Aquaphobia is the fear of water. Um, more problematic than it may seem at first because they aren't just scared of huge bodies of water. They also fear running water and water being poured on their heads. This intense water hatred prevents many from practicing safe hygiene. Oh, that reminds me of this lady on My Strange Addiction. <laughs> one of them, one guy was in love with his car. These are like three I remember. One lady only ate cornstarch and then they did an oobleck experiment visual and then they had the woman like walk on it and they're like, that's what's happening inside of you. Um, But the other one I remember is a woman that like bathed herself in bleach like she would go and sit in her bathtub with bleach like naked like four times a day um oh that's horrifying to me let's see trepanophobia is the fear of needles aphemphosmobia can be a fear of being touched or a fear of intimacy um their phobia has created a protective wall against her at the hands of romantic partners. Loki, I should have that. Alectorophobia is an intense fear of chickens. You're more likely to develop this phobia if you live in a rural chicken-heavy environment or if you experience scarring chicken-related human trauma at early ages. I will say, um, in China, there in the fact in the markets, it was just um a whole section it was like rusty cages filled with chickens like there were like 10 chickens in a cage that could probably only fit like two and they're all like squawking and it was just like yards of chickens and that did make me really uncomfortable i tried to hold a chicken once and it scratched me and it started trying to fly away because i guess i wasn't holding it right and that scared me i yeah i do not like chickens Monophobia is when many, uh, wait, is the fear of being alone even for a few minutes. They can fall into a deep depression when forced to sleep, eat, or go to the bathroom without company. Uh, glossophobia is the fear of public speaking. Um, let's see. Misophobia is the fear of germs. Let's see. Cynophobia is fear of dogs. Agoraphobia is a fear of crowded spaces. Acrophobia is fear of heights. Ophidiophobia is the fear of snakes. I hate snakes. I think I want to say it was Indiana 
Jones who hated snakes too? I think. Um, yeah, right? Because, like, he would, you know, find out the pattern to get out of the tomb of doom or whatever. And then it was, like, a snake pit and he would, like, flip out. I cannot do snakes. There are, there's a thing, um, underwater snakes are apparently a thing, like, in the ocean. I can't look at eels in the ocean. They scare me. I can't look at, there's literal, like, in Australia, there's, like, snakes that swim, like, in the ocean. Um, there's water snakes, like, in lakes, even in New York. I, they make me want to die. Like, one time I was swimming, I went under, and then I came back up onto the surface. I opened my eyes, and there are two black snakes right in front of me with their little heads sticking out of the water when I tell you I almost died also like a little garden snake I I don't do snakes at all like I remember I was I don't know what I was doing but we were like walking in the yard or something I only had flip-flops on and this snake literally slithered like over my foot it was kind of an out-of-body experience Okay, so I already talked about trinophobia, which is the fear of needles. Well, I told you that it was like that my had a fear of getting my blood drawn, but I have like such a bad fear of needles and getting shots. Um, I will literally be on the verge of tears and on the verge of blacking out before any kind of needle that's near me. It freaks me out so bad. Uh, let's see. Philosophobia, I told you that one. What's the fear of heights? Acrophobia is the fear of heights. Mm -hmm.